now you expect me to come back out here and just be your best friend? Girl, get real, bitch! Let the Charlotte beat me! historic moment for the first time ever two black women have a title match in the main event at WrestleMania. Dr. Britt Baker, D. Big time bitch. It's really just a big time bitch. Meet my new friend, Lily. I'm the person that said to hell with your friendship and slapped you so hard across the face. It sent me into a different stratosphere. The following contest scheduled for one fall is four. Hey everybody and welcome back to Total Recap, your podcast about the women of wrestling. I am your host, Dane, and before we get started into anything, I know, I know it's been a while, bitch, but we'll get there and we'll explain it. How are you? Are you doing okay? Did you brush your teeth? Did you actually go and get your booster shot? Please tell me yes or no. If you are American, go grab your gun and put it away. And if you're from the rest of the world, keep wearing your mask. And buckle up, because this one is going to be a long episode. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I'm winging it. (laughs) So, where do we begin? We have been on a weird hiatus. I know. It wasn't planned. Some of it was in our control, and some of it wasn't. So, before doing anything, let me just tell you, what the fuck's been up, bitch? (laughs) Also, this is the first solo episode I've done without drinking. So, like, thank you all for the round of applause. Um, Maybe I should have had a drink before I got started. Anyway, it's fine. It's not here. It's not there. It's not anywhere, really. Um, Now, listen, our hiatus. Let's talk about it because I think it's been maybe three episodes, four episodes we've missed, which is about six to eight weeks. And, um, yeah, that's not looking good. Um... There were some doubts about how this would be continuing or not, but there was one thing for sure is that uh, Josh and I never made a planned decision to stop the show. Um, What had happened was I actually, everyone knows that I moved away, uh, obviously just at the end of season two and beginning season three, Josh and I are in two different states. So I was actually scheduled to go for a trip to see Josh to do the show. But when I got there, I was like, you know what, we just... We wanted to hang out and we wanted to catch up and that was great. So we did that. So I was like, you know what? We can skip, we can skip it, right? We've been talking about how like low the product has been and we'll, we'll get to that too. Uh, put a pen in it, someone. Kesha, head of security. Hi girl. She's a bit pissed at me because I gave her a bath earlier. So she's either got the zoomies or she's dead pissed off at me, but she'll get over it. It's cool. Um, yes. So I took a trip to see Josh and we had hung out. And then after the trip, uh, we both got sick. Um, I came down with a real bad case of some gastro followed by the flu. Uh, and Josh got, got Rona. Um, so we were both out for the, the second episode we missed. And then due to some unforeseen circumstances, uh, 
we've had some technical issues is probably the best way to phrase it, um, which means that we can't actually have Josh co-host the show at the moment. He will be back, hopefully. Um, it depends on his contract. He might have been released. I mean, the big guys upstairs who uh, pay us to do this show, they could have fired him. I don't know. He hasn't told me yet, so he's told you. But if you sign up for the secret, <laughs> if you sign up for the secret email club... There might be some details in there. I don't know. We'll find out. So, unfortunately, not unfortunately, actually, you're fucking welcome because you're stuck with me, bitch. What's up? My name's Dan. I'm nearly 30. And this is it. This, this is how I'm running it now. Um, I'm going to need a hype man. So, every now and then, if you could just say, yeah, out loud while you're listening, that'd be great. Thank you. And the support is really appreciated. So there you go. Um, so some things were in our control and then some things were not in our control. And I guess where that left us is <gasps> you'll have to wait until the end of the episode where we talk about the future of Total Recap with me, your host, your boy, Dane. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> also, I'm drinking cordial. Uh, yeah, it's like I'm doing my Lucifer hands, um, which I just realized that like not a lot of you are going to understand, but that's okay. That's okay. The glass is half full. Okay? So there you go. Josh is delayed until further notice. You're stuck with your boy. And we might actually call up a few co-hosts, a few guest co-hosts to maybe uh, fill up the ass, plug in the void, fill in the hole and lean your gun and kick off your flip-flops and relax. You know what I mean? Um, I wonder what Kyle's doing these days. Is he alive still? I don't know. You tell me. You tell me. Send me a tweet. Let's talk. Because we have had not one, but... Dos, pay-per-views since we since I last spoke to you. And um, how have you been? Like, did you call your mother? Like, is she okay? Huh? Is she? Okay, just checking. Okay, so <laughs> let's discuss Hell in a Cell. Because we only had one women's match, which was uh, the triple threat for the Raw Women's Championship. Bianca Belair defending against both Asuka and Becky Lynch. Now, I did pick Asuka to win, I'm pretty sure. And I was wrong. But Bianca successfully retained. In what was actually a really good match. Unfortunately, the fallout hasn't been so great, has it? But we'll get there. So that was the first pay-per-view that I wanted to discuss. Uh, yeah, Hell in a Cell, not much happened. They didn't even put them in a cell. Like, these women deserve a cell match. And these three deserved to sell match. Like, two of them have already been in Hell in a Cell. Like, Becky Lynch has the best Hell in a Cell match. I think almost of all time. And they couldn't put her in there. Could you imagine what Asuka could have done in that cage as well? Would have been awesome. Unfortunately, not the way it is. Uh, but you live and you learn. <gasps> Speaking of live, did you watch Money in the Bank? Because, bitch, I lost my shit. Oh, my God. You know. You already know. Because it happened. But like, you know that I know that you know what happened at Money in the Bank. Because let's talk about it, shall we? Liv Morgan won the money in the bank. Like, it's a year too late, first of all, bitch. Second of all, year too late. Third of all, yeah, bitch. Um, Liv Morgan won money in the bank. And when I tell you I almost pissed my pants, I almost pissed my pants. <laughs> it was absolutely amazing. I am so happy that finally, like, the dub dub listened and they gave the underdog the, the briefcase. Um... Let's 
before we even get to the end of Money in the Bank, we need to talk about the match itself because the Money in the Bank match itself wasn't that great. You know what I mean? There was um, some botchies. I mean, Shotzi botching. Uh, and there was some Raquel botching too. Um, yeah, it's really hard. And a point that was raised up by an uh, informant of mine is that, you know, you can't keep building up these women and not really developing them and then put them in matches like these. Right? Unless they had the dedicated time, like Ronnie's first match. Like, you know, don't put them in these dangerous situations because it showed. It, there were some very hard moments, very, very hard moments to watch. And um, I don't think we've seen these women on SmackDown since. Also, I should probably side note here and say that I actually haven't watched any Raw or SmackDown yet um, since we last spoke because that's how sick we've been. Uh, but I, I have caught up. I catch up on the Twitter and don't forget to follow me. Total recap show because we can chat. We can hang out. We can be like, yo. And I will be like, Hey, and you can be like, what's up? And I'll be like, Oh my God, much. You know, that's how we could do it. Um, so money in the bank, the match itself, five out of 10. If, if, if the, right, right. Listen to me. If the, match itself had no botches and everything went as beautiful and executed flawlessly. It could have been really great, like real good. But unfortunately, there's just too many scary moments in there for me to uh, grip on and say that that was the best women's money in the bank ladder match. I still think the first was like, quite good, actually. And the second in retrospect because of the James Ellsworth scandal. But not here, not there. Mellor is your two-time money in the bank. So, like, whatever. So, speaking of Mellor... Let's just pause on Liv Morgan and we'll bring up that hype train a bit later, shall we? Let's talk about Bianca and Carmella's match because I love Mella. I'm just going to say it out there. A lot of people are giving Mella flack about being like, oh, she's always like the first backup heel. I mean, look at SummerSlam. Look at like basically anyone's title defense. It's always Mella. I like Mella. She's great on the mic. Tell me she's not. She's quite decent in the ring too. And her and Belair, it was a good match. It wasn't a great match. Like it wasn't... It wasn't um, Nikki and Brie Bella against one another at Hell in a Cell. No, no. But it was a good match. I enjoyed it. Mella did her thing. She does. See, this is it, right? No matter what happens, they put Mella into these situations as, like, the backup heel. She delivers. Tell me I'm wrong. Like, tell me that she doesn't go every single... Right, 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 right. When they gave her the dance breaks, when they, gave, when they dropped her Mella's money gimmick, when they made her pair up with Reggie, when they put her into these situations, she shows up. Don't tell me she doesn't show up. Thank you. So it was an okay match. I it was definitely better than the Money in the Bank. However, the actual best women's match of Money in the Bank was Ronnie taking on Natalia for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Because guess what? Natty, 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 Natty. I'm a Natty stan, bitch. Like, not as much as that girl on Twitter who has a full back tattoo of Natalia, but I'm like, she's probably one of the best hearts in the family that lived. Lived? That lives. <laughs> uh, okay, so give me a shovel for your gun. Um, like, Natty did great. Natty actually made Ronnie look Ronnie. She made Ronnie look good. Whoever can make Ronnie look good, <coughs> Nikki Bella Evolution main event, thank you, um, deserves a fucking award. And she is, as my informant has told me, she's the company girl. She does what she's told. And she actually makes 
women look great. Remember that random tag team title run where she was putting over Nia Jax and someone else? Was it Tamina? Probably was. Um, Natty makes them look good. Natalia can make people look good. Is she a bit slow in the ring? Yes. But I like Natty. I, you can come for me all you want. I like her. And I think she deserves another title run. Um, and yeah, as simple as that. And I'm going to go back and watch all of her SmackDown Women Championship reign because she deserved it. I think we're going to see Natty for a very long time. She's definitely a Hall of Famer. And I think once her Dub Dub career is over, I really think Dub Dub's going to genuinely look after her and put her in like a producer type role. She's not quite there yet, but I feel like she would be like the Undertaker off the locker room. Would you reckon? What, what are your thoughts? Tweet me or send me an email, totalrecapshow at gmail.com or sign up for the mailing list <laughs> and I'll just respond back because I have Gmail. <gasps> Guys, but now, <clears throat> sorry, just I'm just going to take a moment here to give you some ASMR moment here. Are you tingling, bitch? Because guess what? After Ronnie defeated Natalia, which was bullshit. I mean, Natty could have won and I would have actually believed it. Little Morgan cashed in, bitch! And oh my god! She just. There, there was a second. There was. My heart stopped. I. Not only was I sitting in pissed pants, at this time I just pretty much diarrheaed on the floor. So now my feet are wet. <laughs> she did and I'm stressed I'm stressed because what happens Ronnie gets her in a fucking ankle lock fucking angle and I thought she was gonna tap I genuinely thought she was gonna tap but then someone was looking out for me like someone was like you know what Dane like 2021 remember that week of June like you had a really bad week like they made up for it so thank you gods out there thank you so much because live rolled up ronnie to become the new smackdown women's champion yes finally oh my god it happened i'm so happy like that was it you could have just like handcuffed me to the bed and left me for like four months and I still would have been happy because Liv Morgan is your new SmackDown Women's Champion. And then what happened after? Like, Ronnie shook her hand and I was like, Ronnie, it's not about you. It's about Liv. And now she's your new Women's SmackDown Champion and I'm so happy. I feel, and I'll get into my thoughts off SmackDown a bit later, but I finally feel like it was fucking refreshed. I feel like all was right in the world of SmackDown and the women's division. And it was just like, it was 2016 all over again, because everyone knows my favorite era of women was 2016 SmackDown 6. <laughs> are you still listening? Because if you are, you are doing a great job. Keep it up. You look good today. Okay. Did you do something to your hair? Yeah. Mm, looks good. Thank you. <sighs> You know what? I decided I'm going to leave in these sip breaks so that you can genuinely have like a mental second to collect like all of this because this is a lot and I'm moving my hands a lot. <laughs> and I have my wind, like my sliding doors next to me that have mirrors and I, all I can see in the reflection is just these objects moving. Um, anyway, that's not here nor there. Finally, Liv Morgan cashed in, becoming the first and only non-horsewoman to pin Ronnie, which is great. 
Rumor has it Ronnie was like, I'm not losing my title unless it's to like the most dedicated superstar with passion. And that's just some Ronnie bullshit, like typical. But Liv deserved all of it. She deserved all of the credit. I'm so happy. And I think we're going to get a run. <laughs> Famous last words. I think she's going to get a really good run. And we'll dive into her reign just in a little bit because we still have a lot to talk about. Now, the only thing wrong with Liv Morgan cashing in was that we've now lost a beautiful set of storylines. Again, we were robbed, fucking robbed, of another woman with the briefcase, which means because all of the fucking women have cashed in within 24 hours, except for Carmella, right? She... Genu- like You could obviously tell that Dub Dub didn't know what to do with Mella's Money in the Bank run. However, though, she was Miss Money in the Bank. You, we heard about it for a year. We haven't heard. Remember Nikki Ass won the fucking briefcase. Do you remember that Bailey did too and Alexa Bliss? And they all cashed it in on like the same fucking night or 24 hours? It just means that we've lost another series of storylines where we can develop these women and really tell another set of side stories, right? But that's okay. Because Liv Morgan's the new SmackDown Women's Champion, bitch. So, let that sink in. That's my only thought. Food for thought. But it does actually mean, though, that the uh, percentage rate of successful cash-ins for a woman to hold the women's... Obviously, a woman to hold the women's... uh, Any woman who holds that Money in the Bank briefcase will guarantee become champion. 100% success rate. And that's good statistics. Which means next year, the person is not going to cash it in. But hopefully they, it's a heel and they tease it and then they unsuccessfully cash in. Um, even though Liv Morgan cut a promo at Money in the Bank and was like, WrestleMania, and I was like, yes, bitch. Like, that is ultimate goal. She should have done that. If I was her, I would have been like, I'm not running out there. Like, get wrecked. But there's not much you can do about it, right? Let's take a quick sip break. Now... Now that we're now now that we've discussed these two pay-per-views, we have one coming next week, and that is SummerSlam, the biggest party of the summer in Australia that's held in winter. And we have two women's matches on the card, right? We have the SmackDown Women's Championship on the line, Liv versus Ronnie, which I was a bit okay. Sorry, no, 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 no. I'm going to talk about that match now. I'm going to talk about that match now because, and this also ties in with SmackDown, so we're not going to cover it when I get to the SmackDown portion, but. Liv Morgan versus Ronnie kind of is a shit outcome because I just know, well, if it was a Vince world, which it's not anymore, um, Ronnie would be taking that title back or Charlotte would have been inter- Oh, yeah, that was a spoiler. Um, Liv versus Ronnie seems like a cop-out because Natalia was in the picture and I was like, Natty and Liv, that would be actually really good. They've been working on the house show circuit. Um, and... I think that they would have had a good match. I think that would have been good, right? Ronnie could have interfered and, like, caused a scene or something and then then challenge Liv for the title, right? It just seems too soon, and I swear to the holy gods of Cordial, if Ronnie wins this championship, I'm done. The show's cancelled. I mean it, at least from this season. Um, Don't hold me to my word. But that's your first match. What I predict is I think Liv's going to win, but Liv's not going to win by pinfall. They're talking about, you know, shaking each other's hand when you lose or when you win. Um, and that's kind of been their storyline. But Liv Morgan has been killing it because the crowd is behind it. And when asked, she was like, what makes you the special champion? Liv responded being like, I'm the people's champion. This is what they wanted. And I'm like, yeah, 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 you are, bitch. 
Yeah, you are, Liv. You are that bitch, bitch. Like, go get it. You are the SmackDown Women's Championship. Run with it. And I love it. I love every aspect about it. So I need to see more of it now. What I predict is Liv's going to walk out the champion. I don't think she's going to win the match because I think Charlotte's going to come and attack Ronnie because obviously something has to happen to Ronnie or Natty. One of them's going to interrupt and cause a DQ, cause a count out, cause something, but Liv's going to walk away the champion. That's what I think. Maybe Charlotte might return. I don't know. All I know is that I'm going to cry when Charlotte returns because I know they're going to take the title off Liv. But Liv versus Charlotte, that could be kind of cool. For like, uh, like, and Liv win. I mean, like, Mella beat Charlotte twice, so why can't Liv, right? So that's where we are with the first match. Oh, yeah, this is our predictions episode. Don't know if I told you, but, like, it's too much happening. There's just too, too much happening in the world. Uh, the second match for SummerSlam is... Bianca Belair taking on Becky Lynch. Uh, obviously, we saw this coming last year because Becky Lynch defeated Bianca for the SmackDown Women's Championship on her return at SummerSlam, knocking out Carmella. There she is again in under 27 seconds, right? We remember you heard season two where we weren't happy with it. Now, this is the rematch. This is what they've been working towards, right? So I don't know who's going to win this. I don't know if it's going to be Becky or Belair. What I do know is that I am I what I do know is that I'm kind of over big time Bex. I think the fashion is killing it, but the character, you know, what's when, when is a breaking point is a breaking point at SummerSlam because she, she needs a hit breaking point because the character is just kind of like sliding still sideways. It's like horizontal collaboratingly uh, being herself. Since Money in the Bank. Since before that. So, like, something needs to happen. She needs to snap or she needs to join Judgment Day. Some shit like that. You know what I mean? That's what I think. So, I think that it's... uh, Okay, my prediction is that Ronnie is going to win the SmackDown Women... No, Raw Women's Championship. Yeah, that's what I think. I think Ronnie's going to win it. Because then we get to see, like, the full evolution, right? Because I want to see her win the title now because she broke, she broke... I know she's not at rock bottom. I would love to see her at rock bottom then win the title. But I think, like, her winning or something has to happen. Anyway, what I'm trying to get at is I want the man to return. And I think there's talks of that happening. You know what I mean? So, like, how can we transition Becky from being big-time Bex to, uh, to, to the man? You know, does she have to win the title to be like, oh, now I remember who I was. I'm the man. Or something like that. It's the dub-dub, so we don't know. And obviously plans are changing left, right, and centre. So there's that. So right, so that, that's my predictions. Liv's going to lose her match, but walk out the championship. Walk out, walk out the championship. Walk out the champion. And Becky Lynch is going to win the Raw Women's Championship. That's my predictions. Honestly, because Bianca's run, she hasn't impressed me. Same as her SmackDown title run. Actually, no, that's a lie. Her and Bailey had such a good program. Right? Maybe Bailey returns to attack Bianca Belair. <gasps> Ooh, and joins Becky in a tag team and then bring back the championships. Oh my god. Put that one in your notebook and remember that I said it first. Okay, thanks. So there you go, that's SummerSlam. And those those were my predictions. Yep, so there they are. I don't think we're set for any more matches unless there's the 24-7 championship segment. Who knows? But let's cross off some other things between Raw and SmackDown. I don't want to divide it between Raw and then do SmackDown. I'm just going to give you my notes. That was a card shuffling. Obviously, I need to be my own Vex boy now. 
Uh, so that was a card shuffling. And I'm just going to re- give you my random notes. Um, so Charlotte's off TV still. She hasn't returned since... Uh, since when? Since before Hell in a Cell? Backlash. She lost the title at Backlash, right? She's been off with a broken arm in air quotes. So she's due to come back at SummerSlam, right? She would come back at one of the big ones. And it would also set them up for a SummerSlam rematch as like a non-title picture. So I think she could come back and return and attack. But either way, she's coming back and I hope she's not coming for Liv. All I can say for now, I want them to have such good matches. I think they're going to have a great match together. Now, Judgment Day is dead. Second dot point I have. So there you go. Cross that off. Now we're up to the second bit. Judgment Day is dead. I don't know what happened. They moved to main event after Finn Balor got them to turn against Edge. More importantly, we're talking about Rhea Ripley's side of things. I think she's she's out with a heart condition. She's having a heart monitor. She hasn't been on TV. She's not there. We don't know what's happening, but there's some vignettes running for like an Edge return, maybe with some other people. Who knows? You know, that's that. So Rhea Ripley hasn't been on TV. That was her scratching off the list. Now, Alexa Bliss recently has returned. And with all my heart, I'm so happy. Yes, she's a little bit lost. We've already discussed this. She's a little bit, like, kind of misguided in her character. However, on Raw, she won the... What the fuck? Who booked that? Alexa Bliss does not belong in the 24-7 picture with Dana Brooke, Tamina, Doodrop. And Doodrop doesn't either. And Nikki ass. Alexa Bliss needs to be in an actual fucking storyline. Put her to SmackDown to challenge Live for the Championship. How rude. I'm so mad. You know what, Alexa Bliss, go up against Bianca or, or Becky. She deserves it. She hasn't been in a title, like in the solo title picture, I think in five years, four years. When was it? 2018, I think she won her last championship. Fucking fix it and fix it now. Thank you. And we'll scratch that one off the list. I wrote this note a couple of weeks ago, which was, it's nice to see Becky and Asuka main event in like a really cool, like a hardcore or extreme rules match, whatever you want to call it. It was great to see like a story outside of the title picture. Uh, And it closed their little storyline because now Asuka is tag teaming. Who knows what Asuka's doing? But I mean, I was like, it's so great to see them outside the title picture. But then like Becky literally just finished that match to challenge Bianca. You know what I mean? So look, someone had to do it. It's SummerSlam. It's obviously expected considering like last year's SummerSlam. So I thought that was great. I thought it was a good little note to have a good little side story. And I would like to see more of them. Thank you. Because there's no other side storylines at the moment that I can think of, right? You know what I mean? Like nothing, not, not even, not nothing. I don't have anything. But all I know is that I would like to have some more side storylines, please. Because the the Women's Tag Team Championships are gone. Even the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships, they had a story where one of the champs turned on the other one and then they threw the belts in the bin. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. So I think this is like, whoever wrote that was clearly trying to indicate some time. Because they were like, it was so disrespectful. I was like, oh, they're trying to replicate something with Sasha and Naomi. You know what I mean? And I brought up NXT 2.0 for two reasons. The first one being is that obviously that title storyline leads me to saying that there's no updates with Sasha and Naomi. I have no idea what's happening there, but the rumor has it is that a lot of the women and Alexa Bliss and Ronnie are two of the four women. I can't remember the other two. 
I think it was Zaylee and Dewdrop, who are unhappy with like current statuses, but they're waiting to see what happens with Naomi and uh, Sasha Banks before they say or do anything. So that's an interesting one to look out for. It's also interesting that allegedly Brock Lesnar walked out, but that wasn't the most fucking disrespectful thing anybody could do in the dub dub. So <clears throat> I have no other words. You know exactly how you should feel about that. Thank you. And the last thing on my notes list that I have is um, I'm going to put my best foot forward in future episodes post SummerSlam with the direction of the women because Stephanie McMahon is co-CEO? CEO? She's one or the other. She's either got half or full. So Stephanie McMahon, it is now time to fucking put your money where your mouth is when you're talking about how empowered you like to make these women, how you wanted to give these women the opportunities as you did during the Royal Rumble, first ever women's era, and you took the forefront and the lead and the and the acknowledgement and the recognition, I remember, for removing the term diva and bringing them as superstars and introducing the women's championship that then became the Royal Women's Championship. You took that. So stand up again and let's do it again. And let's start giving these women some time and some storylines and let's start fucking actually building them up again. So with that, I put my positive step forward in giving the Dub Dub a fresh perspective post-Summer Slam. Okay? Thank you. So those were my notes. I don't think I have anything else further to discuss Nothing has hit my brain that I think I've missed. Oh, sorry. The second dot point from that NXT reference before um, was someone was like, oh, should Sonya Deville go down to NXT 2.0 and challenge Mandy for the title? And I was like, that's kind of cool. But I want Sonya Deville to challenge Liv Morgan. That's a stu- that Book that. Book that. Step. Step. Yo. Book that. Thank you. And that's it. That, those were my notes. Thank you. I, I feel like a conscious train of thought. And I felt like I was calm that whole time giving you my notes. So, thank you. You may have a sip now of your beverage. Thank you. Can I get a yeah? Sorry, can I get a yeah? <sighs> thank you. Now, going across the pond in my boat, I don't have Josh now in the canoe paddling. So, I'm just paddling in a circle at this stage. And I can't even get to AEW. So, unfortunately... What this means for the show, again, I'm so sorry, is that I won't be covering the AEW. I might, I might in drips and drabs. Unfortunately, we, the show is just going to continue as the women of WWE, not the women of wrestling, from time to time. So I don't actually know what's happening in AEW. Thunder's, Thunder and Jade are still your champions. I'm not sure if there are any viable contenders or what's going on. So... That's where we landed. And then I had, then I fell out of the canoe and had to swim back to the shore. Uh, so now I've just got, you know, soggy clothes. You know that feeling? Yeah, that's how I feel. So I'm sorry for all those listeners who are looking forward to an AEW update. Um, but there's like a 5 billion wrestling podcast. You got this. I promise you. So anyway, guys, that's it. That's what I've got for you. What are your thoughts? What, what do you think? What do you think is going to happen at SummerSlam? Like, honestly... If Ronnie wins, we riot. Like, I don't care. I quit. <laughs> like, I'll walk off. I will just walk off and be called unprofessional. And that's what we're going to do. Now, 
I wanted to talk about maybe like the future of the show. I've already kind of mentioned it in our update. Um, now, I plan on still continuing our rotation of every other week coming to you. But it might have to be every three weeks or maybe once a month. I just don't know. Like, I'm looking at all of these notes that I've just raised and I'm looking at the time recording. And because it's just me, like, it's hard to have some dialogue, right? I'm just talking at you. And thank you for listening. You're a really good listener. Like, 10 out of 10, you have my permission to leave work early today. Thank you. Um, I, I don't know how much I can stretch in a two-week period of little content. I think there was only like 12 minutes of wrestling on SmackDown on a two hour show. And one of them was probably like a two minute women's match. You know what I mean? So maybe I might just hit up, hit you up before every pay-per-view, you know, and give my predictions and continue as a predictions show. Wouldn't that be fun? Oh, we could have so much fun. We could play some games together and we can really predict the storyline, right? Instead of talking about past, maybe we could talk about future. Would, would you like that? Would you be interested in that? And also... So stick in for that one. We'll see. Anyway, it's a trial period. Until we get Josh back, the draft. We need to talk about it, okay? We need to talk about it. There was an update that went out with the exclusive mailing list. Um, Obviously, I was in the lead. I still intend on being the winner this season. But we won't know until SummerSlam. So next episode, I will declare the winner. Uh, And I also would like to apologize that the draft had been um, non-eventful this year. When I tell you, when I tell you the spoilers for the draft, with spoilers, the plans, we had so many plans and so many different games for this year's draft. We were changing the world with this draft. Uh, unfortunately, with us getting sick and obviously whatever, whatever like our, our hiatus, we couldn't do it. So we're, it's just a point-based game, just like last season, um, which it's a bit of a bummer, but there will be a winner and it's going to be me, like obviously. Uh, so there you go. So that was the draft update. And there it is, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. Um, now, if you want, uh, it's, it's no biggie. It's no big deal. But if you'd like to subscribe to the podcast, please do it. Uh, and also, you know, if you have Twitter, why don't you follow me? Because um, that would be nice. Like at Total Recap Show, I feel like is probably the best way to find us. But also, don't forget that on TotalRecapShow.com, we have an exclusive mailing list that you can sign up for. And I might just email you, give you some updates, send you some videos. I don't know. Is one going to come out before SummerSlam? Maybe. Is one going to come out after SummerSlam? Maybe. Will an email come out eventually? Maybe. We'll see. Only time will tell. But the only way to do that is to go to TotalRecapShow.com and sign up for the exclusive mailing list. I have nothing further to add other than thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to getting back into this with a fresh perspective. And I will see you all in a couple of weeks. I hope you have a very fun summer in winter in Australia. And I hope that for two things that one, no, I only hope for one thing. I hope that Liv Morgan retains. That's the only thing I we need. Okay. Thank you. That's it. Guys, have a nice night. Have a good day. Your hair looks great. Don't worry about it. You can leave work early, maybe like in two hours, just because like I gave you the permission. So you can tell your boss to follow me at Total Recap Show if he has a fucking problem. Okay. And I'll find him. Maybe. It depends on how big he is. (laughs) Anyway, thank you again. Take care. I'll see you all soon. Bye. (laughs)